Watch ye, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 75 and 76 begin on page 431. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Yea, unto thee do we give thanks. Thy name also is so nigh, and that do thy wondrous works declare. In the appointed time, saith God, I shall judge according unto right. The earth is weak, and all the inhabitants thereof, I bear up the pillars of it. I said unto the fools, Deal not so madly, and to the ungodly, set not up your horn. Set not up your horn on high, and speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, nor yet from the south. And why? God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full mixed, and he poureth out of the same. As for the dregs thereof, all the ungodly of the earth shall drink them and suck them out. But I will talk of the God of Jacob, and praise him forever. All the horns of the ungodly also will I break, and the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. In Judah is God known, his name is great in Israel. At Salem is his tabernacle, and his dwelling in Zion. There break ye the arrows of the bow, the shield, the sword, and the battle. Thou art glorious in might when thou comest from the hills of the robber. The proud are robbed, they have slept their sleep, and all the men whose hands were mighty have found nothing. At thy rebuke, O God of Jacob, both the chariot and the horse are fallen. 
thou even thou art to be feared, and who may stand in thy sight when thou art angry? Thou doest cause the judgment to be heard from heaven, the earth trembled and was still. When God arose to judgment, and to help all the meek upon earth. The fierceness of a man shall turn to thy praise, and the fierceness of them shall be thou refrain. Promise unto the Lord your God, and keep it, all ye that are round about him. Think presence unto him that ought to be feared. He shall refrain the spirit of prince, and in wondrous among the kings of the earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 15th verse of the 29th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Woe to those who seek deep to hide their counsel far from the Lord, and their works are in the dark. They say, Who sees us, and who knows us? Surely you have things turned around. Shall the potter be esteemed as the clay? For shall the thing made say of him who made it, he did not make me? Or shall the thing formed say of him who formed it, he has no understanding? It is not yet a very little while till Lebanon shall be turned into a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be esteemed as a forest. In that day the deaf shall hear the words of the book, and the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity and out of darkness. The humble also shall increase their joy in the Lord. And the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. For the terrible one is brought to nothing, the scornful one is consumed, and all who watch for iniquity are cut off, who make, man, make a man an offender by a word, and lay a snare for him who reproves in the gate, and turn aside the just by empty words. Therefore thus says the Lord, who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob, Jacob shall not now be ashamed, nor shall his face now grow pale. But when he sees his children, the work of my hands, midst, they will hallow my name and hallow the one of Jacob and fear the God of Israel. These also who erred in spirit will come to understanding, and those who complained will learn doctrine. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 17th chapter of the book of Revelation. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgments of the great harlot who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. 
So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. But the angel said to me, why did you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was and is not, and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to perdition. And those who dwell on the earth will marvel, whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they see the beast that was and is not and yet is. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings, five have fallen, one is, and the other has yet to come, has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The 10 horns which you saw are 10 kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb and the lamb will overcome them for he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. Then he said to me, the waters which you saw where the harlot sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. And the 10 horns which you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot, make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh and burn her with fire into their hearts to fulfill his purpose to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of god are fulfilled and the woman whom you saw is the great city which reigns over the kings of the earth here endeth the second lesson lord now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word for mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. 
and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at thy first coming did send thy messengers to prepare the, thy way before thee, grant that the ministers and stewards of the, thy mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready thy way, by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of life, now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. As I've said before, it's always a pleasure to get to speak anything about Revelation because it's just such an easy book to talk about. And um, so we'll just, I'm going to jump right into Isaiah here and then spend just a little time there. And then I want to go to Revelation 17. So in Isaiah, in our, in our passage today, we see the, the third, it's called the third woe oracle, and it's directed against Israel's unbelieving counselors. And it consists of an accusation against the counselors that had turned the religious world upside down because they're trying to, to manipulate God rather than submitting to him. And so um, God promised that he's going to turn their world upside down and deflate their pretension and elevating the lowly. And it kind of rings... Um, a familiarity with a verse that says um, that you know and it's better that you be tied or uh, dropped with a millstone into the water than to, to take one of my my precious ones aside or to 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 deceive them so these these counselors are deceiving and uh, God's not happy about that at all and there's there's judgment for them and so we're in these in Isaiah and Revelation and we're seeing lots about judgment so as we move into Revelation 17 I just want to make a little comment about Revelation. I think I've made it each time. Uh, Revelation should be a book of um, promise and hope for us, not a book of fear. And so um, I think one of the problems sometimes is, uh, I don't know if you watched Braveheart or not, but Mel Gibson as uh, Robert Wallace was giving his speech and writing back and forth. And sometimes when I'm watching the movie, I want to be Robert Wallace, but in my mind and my heart, I know I'm the guy in the back with the pitchfork saying the English are too many. And so Revelation is written to the guy with the pitchfork and the bad teeth and thinking the English are too many, and, and it's really written to us. And it's a book of victory and a book of promise and a book of encouragement for us to continue in our faith and to stay steadfast. 
So what we see here in um, starting in actually verse three and verse nine, we're seeing seven hills, seven mountains, and a beast with ten heads, or the main probably the main characters with the women, the harlot. And so the seven. Um, you might have known this already, but Rome was called the city of seven mountains because it was built on seven mountains. So we're pretty much looking at Rome as um, the the seat or the center of all this greed. And Rome isn't, of course, the first kingdom or the first group of people culture to come and, and, um, and attack the people of God or be against the people of God, to represent the world against the people of God. So Rome is what we look at. Father Hayden last week was talking about the number 666 and how that related to Nero. So when we get to the beast, um, we're looking at um, 10 kings. And uh, some people believe that um, that the kings represented Nero as one of them and, and I think the eighth, or maybe there was eight, seven kings and an eighth one to come and that would be Nero coming back. Well, we don't expect Nero to rise from the dead. But we do, I think what the message is saying is, if you thought Nero was bad, it can get really, really bad. And I think um, what we see, if, if we're scholars of the Old Testament, which if you've been with us in morning prayer through this year, you are now, because we've gone through the whole Old Testament, what we've seen is that every turn, the people of God are attacked and um, and put down by by other countries. And and they're also, they're susceptible to their own sin for, for giving in and not remembering God and remembering who God is and who they are in relation to God. So um, we read about Babylon the Great and Babylon is, um, is the Babylon to come. They call it Babylon to come. I don't think we're gonna be calling it Babylon, but Babylon was the beginning or it was like a, a picture of all the things that were evil. So. What the literal Babylon did was it oppressed God's people, it propagated false religious systems, and a lot of the world's idolatry can be placed, traced back to the historical Babylon, including like a, um, the, the Asterisk Baal cult, Aphrodite Eros, Venus Cupid, and uh, it's kind of the fountainhead or the beginning and the birthplace of idolatry. So um, what we see too is the mother of harlots and how she's killed many of God's saints. and. Um, I think the most important thing that we're going to be looking at here is um, the fact that that um, God wins. We know that. Um, unlike, uh, well, maybe even like uh, William Wallace, uh, Jesus ended up on the cross, uh, and, and it looked really bad, but then the freedom and the victory came. And, of course, with our freedom and victory, it's because we believe in a risen Lord. And so I think it's really important for us is to be okay being the guy with the pitchfork in the back as long as we hold on to our faith and we walk faithfully. So that's probably just good, enough thoughts for one night about that. Let's go to the intercession on page 590. There it is. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. 
be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our, our intercessions at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for bearing with me today, and it's great to pray with you. It's great to be with my brothers and sisters and, and know that I'm not alone here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Bye, everybody.